What's the word, y'all? What's popping? Your boy's back once again with another podcast episode right here on the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tapping in wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Y'all know the deal, man. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Wrestling Takeover. Um, and be sure to follow me on social media, Twitter, at JT Takeover, on Instagram, at The Wrestling Takeover, and most importantly, on TikTok. We're doing big numbers on TikTok. I appreciate the love. I really do. Uh, so be sure to follow me all over on social media. Um, I want to make one little announcement before I dive into this bitch and I give y'all my opinions on my uh, conversation on AEW, on AEW All In, and I'll give you guys my predictions and all that shit. <clears throat> so I've been going back and forth. I've been kind of dealing with depression a little bit, having low on energy, you know, um, haven't been really just wanting to do anything you know just simple things of just getting up you know um but i'm getting a little bit better i just wanted to update you guys on what's going on for people out there that were wondering where's the wrestling takeover where's the podcast where's your consistency i hit a wall but i'm slowly trying to rebuild myself uh back up so um you guys are getting this podcast and then y'all gonna get all in. If there's any more news that breaks, you'll get something that pops up quick. But other than that, this is the only podcast you guys are gonna be getting uh, for this week. And then we got all in coming out on Sunday. Uh, but I just wanted to update you guys on what's going on with me. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better, but I'm gonna take things like I said slowly and day by day. Um, DiscussPW.com is what I really want to kind of update you guys on. All right, so here, here's what's going on with that. There was a new article that dropped today. Y'all could tap into discusspw.com um, slash columns. Y'all could check that out. Um, and it was an article dedicated to the WWE's Women's Championship Pitchers. Uh, going into WrestleMania 40. So if you guys want to check that out, it was a great article, great piece. I put my blood, sweat, and tears on it. And uh, the breaking news is that it will be my last article for quite some time. I'm going to be kind of going away from articles for the time being right now. Um, I talked to the owner. I'm cool with him. Um, I have a vibe with him. He's cool with me. He loves all the articles that I've ever put out. So that's respect to him. Appreciate it. Um, but I talked to him and I feel like I hit a wall with the articles. I feel like I'm just hitting the wall, period. And I kind of want to just put more focus really on the podcast and my, my TikTok and 
my Instagram and stuff like that and to really, really grow even more so. Um, and right now I feel like um, I want to be at a pause when it comes to articles. But I told him I'm going to be back uh, this year. I'm not like leaving forever. This isn't a forever thing. This is just goodbye for right now. So I just wanted to update you guys on what's going on. Um, and if you guys, again, want to check out that last article that I put out today regarding WrestleMania 40 and the uh, state of the two women's championships going into that show, tap into it, support, discusspw.com. Y'all know what it is, man. Y'all ready for this shit? Y'all ready for this conversation? We about to get spicy in this bitch. Listen, if y'all don't know me, my name is Jordan Turner. This is my show, The Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I tout myself as the number one most creative and honest wrestling podcast in the game today. I genuinely believe that. Um, I'm more of quality over quantity. Um, I want to try to always put out more episodes as I can, but at the same time, I want to keep each and every episode that I put out, I want to keep them special, all right? So that's why I really haven't been kind of like pumping out three, four, or even two uh, episodes per week. Um, I want to kind of get back into the groove of that, but for right now, I'm more of quality over quantity type of podcast. Um, If you're new to it, you get a lot of creativity. You get a lot of knowledge from a knowledgeable wrestling fan, the one that is unbiased um, with his opinions. Somebody that is just in the dirt is going to explain all of his reasons and all of his opinions, whether you like it or not. If you like it, great. If not, it's okay. We're all entitled to our own opinion. But I just wanted to introduce myself to the new listeners out there that is just finding the Wrestling Takeover podcast. So I appreciate the support, everybody. I love you guys. And let's get it. AEW all in. Uh, listen, my excitement for this show really is dipped. I'm just going to keep it 100 with y'all. Um, it's my opinion. It's how I feel. I feel the show is under a lot of pressure. And that's what you've been hearing a lot in the wrestling community when it comes to this show. Pressure. Tony Khan is under pressure. Is he going to live up to it? Of course he is. Of course. I have the card right here. I have the card right here. And out of 10, out of A through F, whatever y'all want to call it, I'll give it a grade of... I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I want to keep it 100 as well, too. I want to be honest. And that's what y'all know and come to love on my podcast. Listen, I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a C. I'm going to give it a C. Um, I expected way more. I expected way more. Um, And this is the God's honest truth. You're going to have podcasts that, you know, either gives you their unbiased and truthful opinion. Or you're going to have cats in the community that is going to try to dance around things and dance around bullshit. Try to to please the people in AEW, please Tony Khan, please this one, please that one. 
I mean, you either like what I have to say or you don't like what I have to say. But at the end of the day, I'm truthful. I'm, I'm real with myself. And I want to be real with my audience and my people, right? The only matches that I'm genuinely... <clears throat> I'm genuinely excited about it. And the only matches that I'm really the reason for I'm I'm paying for this shit. Adam Cole and MJF. It's been the best thing going. And FTR versus the Young Bucks. That's just how I feel about it. Those two matches alone. And I cannot forget the UK crowd. I love you, UK folk. I appreciate all those out there that listen to the wrestling takeover. Love you guys. Um, those two matches are the only reason why I'm even paying for the show and the crowd. That's it. Other than that, ah, man, I would have passed on this show. I would have passed on this show. Feel me? So it's crazy too. Cause I've been going back and forth with some people, man, that I know. And some of the boys, some of them are going to watch. Some of them are not. And they all came to me and was like, Jordan, you're going to watch the show. You're going to review what's going on with you. I'm like, mm, I'm going, I was going back and forth with it, but I made an executive decision that I am going to pay for it. I am definitely going to be reviewing it. I mean, I'm not going to be messing all out. I mean, come on, bro. It's one of the biggest, quote unquote, in Tony Khan's case, the biggest wrestling show of all time. Let me talk about that. Like I said, y'all, this is a conversation. I will eventually give you guys my predictions very soon. But for right now, I just want to sit down and I just want to talk about each and every one of these matches and give you my opinions, my real opinions. So you look at the overall card and obviously the one glaring issue is injuries. Where's Pac? Where's Jamie Hayter? Jamie Hayter was supposed to be on the show. Pac, I believe, was supposed to be on this show. Right? Um, I feel like they could have put a little bit more matches on the show, even though Tony Khan, which I will get to in a second, I do have a report. I have one news report. Regarding Tony Khan, which I will get to in a bit. But when you look at the overall card, injuries played a factor. Um, people that are on the show that you know fans didn't expect to be on the show. There's some matches on the show. That, I mean, I'm looking at it right now and I'm just like, what the fuck is that happening on the show? But bakers can't be choosers. I'm not the booker. It is what it is. Um and yeah, so let's get to this report from Fifle. Um, And then I got something to say about Tony Khan. I got something to say about TK. But this is about TK, but this is a news report. So let's get into it. This is coming from Fightful. Shout out to Sean Rossap. Shout out to everybody at Fightful. So the title reads, Tony Khan says fans can expect more changes to AW All-In Card. Weren't changes he knew about a week ago. Is he talking about surprises? Debuts? Some dream matches that are going to be just announced in the show? What are we doing, TK? What are we doing? I know he's got plans up his sleeve. I'm not an idiot. I've been in the game. I've been in the game, bro, forever. 
I know what it is. I know how to the, these promoters work. You know, they always try to keep shit in their back pocket. Tony Khan's got a couple people in their back pocket. Yes, and I said people. All right, I'll get to that in a bit. But the article reads here, uh, the AEW All-In card is not finalized. So all these matches that I'm seeing on this card, for the most part, is finalized, but you can obviously add some more later on. According to Tony Khan, more changes will be made to the card. TK said, quote, I expect more changes. They are not changes I wanted to make or plan to make. I'm not talking about the World Championship match or even the World Tag Team title match. There will probably be other matches and other changes in the card necessarily by things happening in the real world. Stuff, in some cases, stuff that is nobody's fault, but stuff that is not related to the world of professional wrestling. I'm going to keep reading and then I'll comment later. I'm going to try to work through this week to make it as strong as possible and hopefully make the card better than it had been. There will be changes to the card. I plan to add something and I might have to make some changes in the body of the card. There are not changes that will change the quality of the show and I'm glad that the big matches are in such a good position right now. After you see some changes, rather it's in the scrum or wherever, I can talk to you more about it and why I decided to do those changes. It's not like they were things where even a week or two ago, they knew about or was expecting to have changes too. That's a part of the wrestling business. Tony Khan said on the AEW All In media call. So, okay. Number one. Number one. You're adding more matches, huh? Adding more matches? What are you going to add? What more match are you going to add? Because I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out and I want to make this point to people you know I do watch AEW I just got a lot on my plate with work right now and things that I'm trying to work on with myself and my mental health and stuff I ain't got time to be watching um, you know other shows or what I'm trying to say is I don't have time to review it, man. I, I don't I don't review some of the WWE shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. I don't review them, but I do watch them. I keep up with them on social media. If y'all follow me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, y'all know I keep up with everything. Um, I just watch it on my own, own time. That's just how it is, man. I will eventually get back to reviewing these weekly shows, but just right now, it's not going to happen anytime soon. So I just want to make that point clear. But I do know what's going on and I do keep up with it. So I'm fully aware of what's going on. Um, what other matches are you going to add? I'm kind of confused. Um, and this is what I'm saying. I, this card feels... Listen. Tony Khan, thank you. Thank you for going to Wembley. Thank you for wanting to make this the best wrestling show of all time. As a card, this is not the greatest card of all time. I'm going to say that right now with clarity and truth. All in 2023 for All Elite Wrestling, for a wrestling show in general, 
When you look at the card, just look at the card. Look at the lineup. This is not the best wrestling card ever. Fuck no. Not even close. They could change the perception with what they do on the show. So, like I said, MJF, Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, FTR, and the crowd is the only reason why I'm even paying for this show. So, you can take that as you will. Listen. Um, Tony Khan. Are you a boss? Are you a matchmaker promoter? Which one are you? I'm trying to figure that out. But at the same time, it's crazy. I actually am figuring it out. And I'm coming to the conclusion like everybody else in the wrestling community, in the wrestling realm. I've come to find out about you. You're more of a booker. You're a booker. You're not a boss. You're not a boss. People have been disrespecting Tony Khan for the longest time now. Oh, he ain't a boss. He's a matchmaker. Ooh, you see what Easy e said? And you see what Eric Bischoff said? I don't have the transcript, but y'all know what it is. Y'all seen what Eric Bischoff had to say about Tony Khan. He's a matchmaker. Bully Ray. Bully Ray. He's somebody that I just don't, you know, um, when it comes to his opinions... He does say some goofy shit, but there are some points which right now when it comes all in, he's speaking facts. I got to give him his flowers. I might not always agree with everything that he has to say, but he's a legend in this game and I got to respect him. You feel me? Pully Ray pretty much reiterated what Easy Eric Bischoff said. You are a matchmaker. You are not a promoter. You ain't a boss. That's the perception that a lot of the wrestling fans in the community have been saying. We don't work for AW, so we have every right to say what we got to say. We say what we say when we see on TV. What we see on TV is what we ultimately going to have our opinions based off of. Period. End of story. We got to work in the business. Right? So, I mean, that's my goal. That's what I'm trying to do. Right? I'm going to get there. But... I'm always going to be true to myself. I love AEW. Nigga, I'm looking at the fucking beanie right now on my right side. I got a beanie and I got a fucking t-shirt with AEW. I'm aware. I'm aware. On Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We're going to go to the gym. We're going to put in that pump. And I'm going to run my ass right back home, take a shower. We're going to vibe out to AEW All In because I'm watching it and I'm going to review it. Tony Khan, you got pressure on you, man. You got pressure on you. 
No question about it. You got to deliver. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Woo, woo, woo. You know, to me, boss, man, it seems like you're coming up with excuses. I could have done this. I could have done that. I could have done this. But then you turn around and say, card is subject to change. I might have some new plans in the building. I might have some new plans in the works. All right, well, what is it? Is it the injuries that you're, you know, you're laying your hat on and you're saying, damn, you know, we, we had an opportunity to, you know, do something great. But these injuries have been playing us for a minute, for a minute now. Jamie Hader hurt. Brian Danielson hurt. This person's hurt. This person's hurt. Oh, wait. But we still got cards subject to change. Let me tell you something. We are in Wembley. We're in Wembley. I know Tony Khan got people in the bag. I know Tony Khan got people in the bag. I'm just saying. Because every pay-per-view, for the most part, we've seen debuts and we've seen returns. And I'm putting on my fucking crown right now. And I'm about to get into my fantasy booking. My predictions so and again if you guys are new to the podcast i do a lot of that on my show a lot of fantasy booking and i mean i do a lot of it because i'm the best at it find someone better so that's how i feel about that listen we gonna see you know debuts bill goldberg I see Bill Goldberg. I thought Bill Goldberg was going to be announced for the show. Maybe he is announced for the show, but WWE. Excuse me. <laughs> Not WWE. AEW. I'm sorry. Maybe AEW hasn't announced it yet. He's a surprise. You know, my girl's injured. My goat is injured, right? She will be the goat when it's all said and done. It's my opinion. It's how I feel about it. I'm talking about Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Monet is hurt. She's been hurt for a long time now. She's been quiet. What'd you be quiet for? What'd you be quiet for? Haven't posted nothing really on Instagram, nothing on TikTok, nothing on Twitter, whatever, or X, whatever you want to call it. What you quiet for? Tony Khan, what you doing, bro? What you doing, bro? You got Mercedes Monet in your back pocket. You got Bill Goldberg in your back pocket. What you got? I know you got somebody in your back pocket. I know you do. You do. That's great. That's great. I can't wait for that. That's going to be incredible. Let me tell you something. Jamie Hayter is hurt and it's a fucked up situation. But let me tell you something right now. That women's fatal four-way. Soraya, Hikaru Shida, Tony Storm, and Britt Baker. I would be absolutely shocked if Ricardo Shida retains that title. Listen to me. I would be shocked if Ricardo Shida retained that title. I believe the winner of that championship is going to either be Soraya or Britt Baker. Mark my words. If I'm wrong, I'm one of these personalities. I'm one of these influencers, man, that is going to admit when he's wrong. I know there's a couple people in the community that got selfish ass egos all about themselves. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I don't care about that shit. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm right. And I move on. No big deal. 
That is a big prediction that I'm putting out right now. Whoever wins the women's championship between Britt Baker and Soraya, which I believe it will come down to those two. I'm just giving you my opinions right now. It's going to come down to Soraya or Britt Baker. Don't be surprised if we see Mercedes Monet come out after the match is over and confronts the new champion. The other matches, I mean, listen, we got the stadium stampede match too with the Blackpool Combat Club. You know what I mean? That's going to be that's going to be huge. I am excited for that. Um, you know, Young Bucks, FTR, obviously, I'm excited for that. MJF and Adam Cole, I'm excited for. Even the trios match with um, the Elite versus um, Bullet Club Gold. Feel me? Love Bullet Club Gold, man. They're killing it. Sting and Darby Allen and um, Aaron Fox and Swerve Strickland. It's going to be great. Going to be good. Uh, and Jericho and Will Ospreay. Listen. I love Jericho. He is one of the GOATs. No question about it. Nobody wanted to see Will Ospreay face against Chris Jericho. Let's be real. I'm just going to keep it simple. And I'm going to move on with that really. Because I don't want to open up a can of worms. But at the same time I'm trying to be transparent and honest with you guys. Nobody wanted to fucking see Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. I thought we were going to get Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega again. But in Wembley. They put on a banger at Wrestle Kingdom. They put on a banger at Forbidden Door 2. Let me tell everybody something right now. When I do my top best matches of this year, I don't know if it's going to be a top 10, a top 25, a top 20. I will have a lot of I have a lot of honorable mentions on there, of course, but I don't know if I'm gonna do a top ten, top fifteen. I'm kind of going back and forth on it, but I'm telling everybody right now. This is a spoiler because you're probably gonna forget. We got months more before we get into the list. Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega at Forbidden Door Two will be in my top list. Top list. Top three, top two will it even be number one, top five. It will be high on my list. That's how great Will Ospreay is. Love Chris Jericho. I think Chris Jericho's great. You can't hang with Will Ospreay, bruh. You can't hang with Will Ospreay. You can't. He's too quick for you. See, when I think of a Will Ospreay match, I think of fast pace up tempo. I don't think slow, methodical, um, slow pace type of match. Do y'all understand? Are you guys aware that Will Ospreay tells a story even when his matches are speedy? You aware of that? Y'all notice that, right? I do. Will Ospreay is going to run circles around Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is not going to be able to keep up with Will Ospreay. So Will Ospreay is going to have to slow down 
go backwards, try to keep up with Chris Jericho. This was not the match that fans wanted to see, period. No one fucking wanted to see Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. Tell me when I'm telling lies, because every time I see on social media, I see people bitching, justifiably so. I was one of them that was bitching about Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. I mean, come on, bro. You could do way better for Will Ospreay and Chris Jericho. This is not a dream match that fans wanted to see. Maybe it's a dream match to some people, and that's fine. Everybody is titled to their own opinions, and that's fine with me. But the vast majority of people did not want to see this match. You know another match that fans didn't want to see? That fans don't give a fuck about. Samoa Joe and CM Punk. Oh, they got history in Ring of Honor. Woo, woo, woo. Okay. Number one, that was Ring of Honor. That was decades ago. We're in 2023 now. Move on. All you have to say is they have history. That's it. But they faced off at Collision. I remember that. So they already faced off already. So the, um, you know, the mystique that everybody wants to put out there, that, that shit's fucking gone. Okay. This is not a special match. Every performer here is going to bust a fucking ass. I know that. I am aware of that. Match quality wise, this is going to be a great show. Now, do you got potential match of the year candidates? Yeah, I could see three of them. I could see three of them. FTR Young Bucks, Adam Cole, MJF, the Elite versus the Bullet Club Gold. That's it. My humble opinion. A sleeper hit. If there's one match that I think is going to be a sleeper hit, is that women's fatal four-way and Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. Period. That's how I feel about it. So, at the end of the day, you got the Bullet Club Gold and the Elite. Come on. Come on, bruh. Y'all know the rumor previously was supposed to be Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. So when Brian got hurt, they had to switch plants. Now, listen, you getting you getting switched blade. You feel me? You getting switched blade in this bitch on pay-per-view. I'm fucking with it. Love Jay White. Love Juice Robinson. Love Bullet Club Gold. Bang! I love it. Too sweet. Just like this podcast is too sweet. Be sure to subscribe to the Wrestling Take with Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Y'all know the deal. Follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Continue to support the brand. I appreciate y'all. How to throw that in. I got to continue to, to promote and plug my shit. Bullet Club Gold. Love those guys. Love them. So, we seen... Man, listen. We seen um, Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi is in AW now. Is it official? Is he going to be there long term? Is this a one-off? We have no idea. But I will tell you is this. They had an ample opportunity to Tony Khan 
and he fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked up. I'm going to speak for everybody right now. We were supposed to get, which I thought we were supposed to get, CM Punk, FTR versus the Elite, or CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Apparently, that wasn't even in the plans. This pay-per-view in Wembley would have been the perfect scenario. So now you got all out literally the next week. We need to get one of those matches on that show. We need to get one of those matches on the show. Now, I know people are waiting for my predictions. I, I will be getting to my predictions. I just wanted to just sparely just sit here, chill out, vibe out, and just do a casual conversation talking about this show. Um, I started to implement that more now than ever before with these wrestling shows. Give you guys like a conversation about the hype and my opinions on it, and then I'll just jump right into the predictions, and then we'll get up out of here. So, um... Yeah, man. Um, now, Adam Cole and MJF are actually on the Zero Hour, a.k.a. the pre-show. <clears throat> okay. I guess. That's cool. People are saying that we're going to see a turn from Adam Cole and MJF. That's going to set up the main event. Okay. I could see that. That makes sense. At the end of the day... I want the show to succeed. I need Tony Khan to start playing boss. You gotta start playing a boss, man. Stop favoring people. You know, stop, you know, doing all the stuff that you're doing. Be a boss. Put out the biggest fights that you can. You know, I want to make this point. I watch UFC. I love it. I love UFC. Just like I love my professional wrestling, I love my UFC. This is going to make sense. This is going to tie into things. Okay, so follow me here. People have been shitting on Dana White for years. Oh, you ain't putting up the best fights. You ain't doing this. You ain't doing that. Some of the boxing promoters, too. You ain't doing these big fights. Where the big fights at? Where the big money fights? We need them. We'll pay for them. Let's get it. And then we're starting to finally get it. And people are starting to flesh out the bread. Make it like a sports-like presentation. That's what I've been saying for years. You need to make these feel like a sports presentation. Where the big fights at? I'm looking at the fucking... Listen, man. Allen's going to do great, but let's be honest. I'm looking at one big-time fight. One. That's MJF and Adam Cole. And from a promoter standpoint, that's the only match that people give a fuck about. And that is the only reason outside of the audience, of course, and the location that they're in. Outside of that, because that is not fair, that is an easy answer. That's a cop-out, in my opinion. Obviously, we're all excited about Wembley. UK fans are one of the greatest wrestling fans in the world. I'll fuck with y'all. I love you guys. And um, y'all are the it um, you know, wrestling audience. Y'all are the go-to. We in the United States need to do better because y'all putting us to shame. 
outside of the crowd and the location. I guarantee you, if I fucking sat down with every wrestling fan that's paying for the show and you gave me one reason, one reason why you are paying for this show, I guarantee you majority of the people would say MJF and Adam Cole are the reason why they're paying for this show outside of the audience and the location. Tell me when I'm telling lies. I hope this show delivers. I'm... My excitement is timid. There's still some light there, but my excitement is timid. I'm nervous. I am anticipating some debuts. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. If I had to pick a possible spot for someone to return or debut, in this case, debut, is the women's fatal four-way match, Adam Cole and MJF. And that's it. That's it. I don't want to see a because AEW does this shit, man. They do this shit and it bugs the fuck out of me. They just have like a segment in the middle of the show that just drags. You need to also slow down the pace. Stop going from one match to another. As soon as the match is over, you go into one match. As soon as that match is over, you go to a video package promoting the next match. Ooh. Slow down. Let these matches breathe. Let the person that won celebrate. Let the person that lost get devastated emotionally that he or she lost. Simple. Or they, in terms of a tag team. Let them sem it. Don't just rush it. I hate that shit. AW does that all the time and it bugs me. Let, time, let things get time to breathe. Again, I'm nervous. I'm I am excited. I'm excited for the crowd. I'm excited for the crowd. I'm excited for the atmosphere. I'm excited for the location and the way it's gonna look. And Tony Khan, I swear to God. Social media is gonna be on your fucking ass. We are gonna be on your ass with our opinions. We are going to be as transparent as you would think. You're going to be under a microscope. Now, I'm speaking for the fans in the United Kingdom. They're going to give you every single emotion that they're going to give you. If they don't like something, they're going to tell you. Some of these matches, I feel, are going to drag. I'm just keeping it 100 with y'all right now. I feel like some of these matches are going to drag. And it's going to piss the fans off. I think this taxi match with Surf Strickland and Aaron Fox, Darby Allin, and Sting, I feel like that had the potential to drag and get fans a little bit aggravated. Same goes for Jericho and Will Ospreay. I feel like that's going to drag. And I also feel the stadium stampede I feel like that's going to drag as well. That's terrible. I just named three matches that I feel like are going to drag. 
So they they better figure out how the pace is going to look. Which matches are going to get more time, whatever, woo-woo-woo. Y'all know the deal. Y'all know the vibes. So it is what it is. Um, Who's going to be the three members of the Blackpool Combat Club? People are making fun of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling because they feel like those three individuals are going to be members of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Whatever. If it is, okay. And that's what I'm saying. We're going to see some surprises. And that's that. So, but they better figure out the pace of the card. Because, again, some of these matches I feel like are going to drag. The best match I feel is going to be on the show is the main event. I mean, I feel like... I'm looking at the card and I, I... I genuinely believe there is only three matches where I can kind of put on my list of the best wrestling matches of 2023. I've only can name three matches here. MJF, Adam Cole, FTR, Young Bucks, and that six-man tag with, um, what's it called? The Elite and the, um, the Bullet Club Gold. So that's that. We'll see what happens. Do we get a Bill Goldberg? Do we get a Mercedes Monet? Do we get title switches? Um, we have three championship matches. The women's championship, the tag team titles, and the world title. MJF is not losing that championship. That's my prediction. <laughs> I'm getting into my predictions right now. MJF is not losing that championship all year. You could bank on it. I bet you they're looking at Roman Reigns right now. Well, how long Roman Reigns has had that championship for? We're going to have MJF hold that title too. So, he ain't losing that championship. Now, FTR, I could see them lose the tag team titles. I really can. Um, my prediction, though, I am going to... I'm going to go with the Young Bucks. I think the Young Bucks are going to win the tag team titles. And I do think we get a title change here. I think the Young Bucks are going to take it. And I think the Young Bucks are going to become the new AEW World Tag Team Champions. And then I think we get another title change. AEW Women's Championship match. Fatal 4-Way, Soraya, Hikaru Shida, Tony Storm, and Britt Baker. The only people I'm looking at to win that title. No disrespect to Hikaru Shida. I love her. Um, but... If you have no plans for her, why'd you give her the championship? I don't like when people are transitional champions. I hate that shit. Unless you got plans for Ricardo Shida as the champion. Why did you give her the championship in the first place? <laughs> I don't get it. But listen, maybe they have plans for her. She, she might actually retain. And if she does retain, I'm not going to be upset about it. I just hope these four ladies put on a good match. That's all I care about. But y'all hear from my predictions. And I think she is going to drop that AEW Women's Championship. Now, who is she going to drop the championship to? This is where I think Mercedes Monet comes into play. Britt Baker wins. You got Mercedes Monet coming out. She confronts Britt Baker. That sounds enticing. That sounds great. But, you know what sounds... A little bit better. That's uh, Soraya winning the AEW Women's Championship. 
crowd goes crazy. And Mercedes Monet comes out and confronts Soraya. You know, Mercedes Monet is quote unquote the person that ended the career of Soraya. Now I'm talking about I'm taking real life situations and applying it to a storyline. This is what I would do. This is what I you need a women's storyline that is fucking hot because your division is shit. Your division is dog shit. Soraya and Britt Baker. We've seen it already. The story. What other storyline can you come up with for Soraya and Britt Baker? I know because I'm creative and I'm a king. I'm good at this stuff. I mean, I just came up with a storyline in my head like like that. It's real easy. It's simple. Britt Baker feels like, all right, I'm done sitting around. Woo, woo, woo. I need that fucking title. My microphone, guys, I apologize. I need that championship. That title needs me, and I need it. Soraya comes in. All right, Soraya's doing this and that, whatever. Her focus is now the world championship now. She wants that championship now. She wants to establish herself as the greatest women's performer of all time. Of all time. So she wins the AEW Women's Championship. Britt Baker gets jealous. Britt Baker gets pissed. That it's not her being the champion and being the head of the division. That now it's someone that came from another promotion, strong her ass in, and winning the championship. I mean, Jamie... Um, I miss Jamie Hader. That's how much I miss Jamie Hader. Uh, Tony Storm did it. But Soraya doing it, it just feels different. It will get underneath Britt Baker's skin even more so if it's someone like Soraya. Again, Britt Baker or Soraya is winning this championship. I am going to go with, if I had to give a prediction. See, this one's tough. This one's really tough. Oh, man. Um, I mean, you could give it to Soraya and Feuder with uh, Tony Storm. Tony Storm feels like Brit. Tony Storm feels like Soraya politicked herself into this match and wins the title. And you got that story there with the uh, former Outcast partners going at it for the women's championship. That's another option. Or that's one of them. The other option is. Britt Baker winning the championship. And Soraya can be in a feud with her. Oh, you politicked your way right into the title match. Once again, like you always do, you political bitch. Right? Um, all you want to do is be a part of the division about yourself. And you want to be the top queen. So you're going to do everything that you can to get the championship. You don't care about the division. All you fucking care about is yourself. That's it. Simple. That's a simple storyline with Britt Baker and Soraya. I just gave you a storyline with Soraya and Tony Storm. Now, let's get to my girl. Come on. Soraya. Mercedes Monet. Story writes itself. History. That's it. Soraya wins the title. Mercedes Monet comes out. Soraya's like. Oh, God. Now, you come in here, too. You still am not that way. You're going to injure me again? You're going to injure me in a different promotion? Get the fuck away from me. I don't want nothing to do with your ass. I'm tired of getting hurt by you. 
You injured me in the previous promotion. Now I come over here. I win the championship. And then your ass comes in here. And then all I'm thinking now is, all right, if I face you, you're going to fucking injure me in this promotion again. And then you're going to have me be retired again. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. That writes itself. And then Britt Baker and, and Mercedes Monet. I mean, Britt Baker said, Britt Baker did say the reason why she got into professional wrestling is because of Pamela, a.k.a. Bailey, and Mercedes Vernado, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, a.k.a. Mercedes Monet. That writes itself as well, too. I get to face my idol now. I get to beat my idol's ass, though. I'm going to show you why I'm the queen of this division. And then Mercedes can go into her whole spiel. And absolutely drill Britt Baker on the goddamn microphone. On how to be a superstar, how to present yourself as a... St- Hi, Tony Khan. How you doing, man? I'm creative, and I'm really good at this stuff. Um, I would love to be on the creative team. I would love to be on the creative team. Uh, if you can DM me, man, I appreciate that. Twitter, JT Takeover. Instagram, at The Wrestling Takeover. Or on TikTok, tiktok.com slash The Wrestling Takeover. I appreciate it, man. If you guys want to email me as well, to business email. It's in my bios on social media. I love it. I'm so good at this stuff, man. So good at it. So, um, again, prediction. I am actually going to go with Soraya. I think Soraya's winning the championship. I think they're going to get the title of Soraya. And then we'll go on from there. Blackpool Combat Club. I'm going to finish it out here. Blackpool Combat Club and the uh, Bullet Club Gold. I'm going to go with the Elite. I think the Elite's going to get the win here. Um, and I think Juice Robinson's going to eat the pen because Jay White can't eat the pen. And uh, what's the dude's name? Man? What's the dude's name? Hold on one second, y'all. Let me find the guy's name. He really tied. Okay. All right. I got it. So, um, yeah. Listen. I hope we get some feuds out of this. Maybe we get Kenny Omega and Jay White again. Jay White, Kota Bushi. You know, hopefully it works out. So that should be good. Chris Jericho, Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is getting that win. He needs it. Why is he going to come to the show in his hometown and lose? Doesn't make any sense. So I got Will Ospreay winning that match against Chris Jericho. I got Darby Allin and Sting winning against AR Fox and Swerve Strickland. What you could do is AR Fox and Swerve Strickland picking up the monumental upset win. And then Darby Allen starts thinking, man, I can't be with Sting no more, man. This guy's too old. He's washed up. He turns on him. Bam. There's your storyline. He doesn't believe in Sting no more. He doesn't think Sting's got it. And in Sting's last match or whatever you want to do, I've been saying that for years. It needs to be against Darby Allen. And then we got the all-in, zero-hour, MJF and Adam Cole. They're going to lose against Aussie Open. I love Aussie Open. And then you got the Blackpool Combat Club. And then you have, uh, I'm just going to say Eddie Kingston's team. I'm going with the Blackpool Combat Club to pick up the win in the stadium stampede match. CM Punk and Samoa Joe. I mean, realistically, Samoa Joe could get the win there. 
He really could get the win there. But I am... I'm going to go with the upset win. I'm going to go with Samoa Joe, but I know I'm not an idiot. I know CM Punk's going to get the win, but I just want to be different here. I'm going to go with Samoa Joe getting the win, which would mean he would be the he would be the new AEW World Champion. So, in reality, that's not going to happen. CM Punk is going to win this match, but I just wanted to be fun with it and say Samoa Joe just for the fuck of it. Um, AEW's booked Samoa Joe terribly. AEW's booked Athena terribly. It's a shame. Those two people should be on AEW Collision or AEW Dynamite, and it's disgusting. Shame on you, Tony Khan. Get better at your booking, dog. Get better at booking your people. It's okay. You have favoritism. I understand that. Every promoter has favoritism. Every promoter has their personal favorites that they're going to push over others. But come on. This is crazy. This is crazy, man. I don't want to say that Samoa Joe and Athena lost my email. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, I don't want to say Samoa Joe and Athena made a mistake because I don't think they did make a mistake, but it's not looking good, man. So hopefully they can do better. Samoa Joe's not doing bad. The problem is he's on Ring of Honor. Nobody really watches that, though. Same with Athena. She's doing the best work of her fucking career as a heel. Nobody knows it. Nobody gives a shit. So it sucks, man. It sucks. So hopefully things change. But those are my predictions those are my thoughts on everything going on with AEW with All In and um, AEW, period. So thank you guys for the continued love and support. I appreciate the vibes, man. I'm back in this game, and I'm going to try to put out the best fucking podcast that I possibly can for you guys. Um, I'm getting back into the swing of things. So I appreciate the love and support, man. I really do. Um, again, follow me on social media. Spread the word of the Wrestling Takeover podcast. And until next time, this has been your host, Jordan Turner. I'm signing off. And unless news breaks on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, unless something happens, um, the next time you guys will be hearing from me is on Sunday morning for AEW All In. Let's get it.